What's going on, you guys? It's your boy, Joe Castro, a.k.a. Philly Fresco, and it is Philly Philly, the podcast. Now, as you can see, we have a very special guest. Uh, maybe special isn't the word. Maybe, maybe you know, an enemy. We have an enemy on the pod today. Now, we got my guy, George Carmi, here to tell us a little bit about the Washington football team, going a little bit in depth into this week's matchup. But, George, how's it going, man? Thanks for coming on, brother. I'm good, man. It's always good to see you, Joe. Good man. Good man. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. So for those that don't know, we are close to 3K, first of all, I will say that. So back in the day during the offseason, me and Carmi met uh, through the Washington's draft pick. So what I want to start with is obviously we were were there. We're we're here now. Um, A lot has happened, right? A lot of football has been been played. So the first question I really want to ask you, George, is how are you feeling about this Washington football team? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thus far. Oh, man. It's week to week around here, man. I'll tell you what, man. I'm sure it's the same way up in Philly over there, man. But um, we started off the year two and six and the sky was falling in D.C. People thought that, um, you know, we should tank for a quarterback. We should, you know, fire on Rivera. Things were getting real hot, real heavy around here. Um, I'm more of a moderate kind of fan. I, you know, I believe in Ron Rivera. I believe in the um, rebuild. Um, things got pretty good after the bye. We won four in a row, and things started to look pretty good. But um, I'm scared this week, man. I've got to be honest with you. I'm always honest with you, man. And uh, we have so many players on COVID. I don't know if you heard about that yet. So it's like I don't even know if we can field a team. So we'll see how that goes yeah. in our um pre you know in our pregame talk over here. So we'll see, man. So um, this game, this game is big for both of us, as we talked about before the show. Yeah, definitely. And and we will get into the injuries. I, look, I, 
it's weird because you guys always seem to do this. When you guys do make the playoffs, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe 100%. like the last two playoff runs you've had, you had to go on like I think 10-game win streaks, 8-game win streaks just to make the playoffs. So it gets me nervous once you guys go on a uh, win streak late in the year because it seems yeah. like that's your recipe. But it's true. You guys have a lot of injuries right now, a lot of COVID-related uh, uh, you know, sit outs. Can you just kind of, I know another guy just got on uh, COVID this morning. Yeah. So hour. what is going on over there? What's going on in Washington? Are you guys handing oh. out bats in the cafeteria? What's, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so I don't know. So, I mean, like, well, I, you know, we'll, this is my theory behind all of it. Right. So for one, things are real messy out here in DC. So um, you're right. We'll take a step back with the playoff situation. Right. We do. That's, that's the Washington way. Dig a deep hole, two and six, fire everyone. And all of a sudden we go on a four or five game win streak and we're, peaking going in the playoffs so that's where i thought we were going this year but this you know this week man it's crazy for me so um i don't know if you guys saw it you know got up to philly got national but um montez sweat which our former draft pick you know first round pick in 2019 um he kind of had a controversial statement during the preseason talking about like you know i don't believe in covid or you know i'm a strong player like the covid shot isn't really for me or i'll deal with covid when i get it and guess what? He got it, right? So basically Montez Sweat got it about two weeks ago. And it was at a critical juncture. Like Chase Young basically tore his ACL for the year. We were down our defense end anyway. And basically um, what happened is, you know, Montez Sweat was supposed to come back. You know, he had a jaw injury, supposed to come back. Boom, he's on COVID, right? He has COVID 10 days. He missed last week's game, could potentially miss this week's game as well, right? Now, all of a sudden, all of our defensive players are basically getting COVID, right? So if you want to be that, like, investigator, if you want to be that <laughs> hater, if you want to kind of ride on Montez Sweat, it's like, dude, what were you doing around the facilities, man? You must have been spreading it around because it's all the Patience defensive line. Yeah, it's all the defensive <laughs> line. It's all sick. And you were my, like, and people said that he wasn't on the campus, but you never know. You know, they might be hanging out in the offseason, you know, you know for players houses or whatever's going on but um it's looking kind of crazy man jonathan allen who for my money is the best player on our defense is basically he's out next or he's supposedly out this week and um we'll just see how it goes our whole defensive line's banged up and i think i saw a stat this morning of our top eight defensive linemen i think only one of them deron Payne, is the only one that's available to play right now so we'll see wow. how it all shakes out it's not looking good man so we'll see I mean, hopefully wow. hopefully the testing will figure itself out but uh, that's kind of where we're at right now at that uh you know, well, guess what? It's Monday, whatever we are right now. So we'll figure that out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know a lot of people have been asking me on my live streams as of late, you know, about y'all yeah. injuries. And I'm, you know me, I'm not one of those people that like to really talk on other people's, you know, dinner plates. Like, I, if I don't yeah. know what's on your plate, I'm not going to really talk too much about it. That's why I wanted to ask. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. Now, now I want to go to somebody else that's he's a little bit banged up, not necessarily injury, but he's obviously one of the most important players going into this game. And that's going to be Tyler Heineke. I hope I'm saying his name right. Taylor Heineke. Uh, Taylor, Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Okay, that was okay. close. That was close. Yeah, close enough. But he's, yeah. he's showed you a lot of different things. I feel like you've, you've seen some good games from Taylor. You've seen some bad games sure. from Taylor. What is your overall thought about him? And I know he has a little bit of a knee injury, a little bit banged up. Is he supposed to be a good go for Sunday? And how, how excited are you for him for the future, if there's a future with him? So in regard to Taylor Heineke, I think he is good to go. I think what ended up happening was, um, so against the Dallas game, we just like, you know, for what, I don't know if you guys have played Dallas yet. You guys played them one time so far this year, correct? One time. Dallas's pass rush is going crazy right now, right? So basically what ended up happening, they just smothered the Washington's offensive line and Taylor Heineke was getting beat up. And I think going into the half, he was two for 12 for 19 yards. So it wasn't even a good game for him anyway. So I think what ended up happening was he hit his elbow, hit his knee, and Ron Rivera was like, you know what? 
instead of leaving him out there to get slaughtered, let's put another quarterback in, just kind of see what happens, you know, have a little spark plug and just pull Taylor out. So I think he is, you know, he's projected to start again on Sunday. So I do think he's going to be back. And for me personally, I think that's going to be our best opportunity to win. I know in D.C. he's kind of a polarizing figure. It's like, hey, you know, Taylor Heineke, like, is he the quarterback of the future? Is he going to be, you know, where is he going to be at? He's playing at like a mid-tier level, like, you know, you know, quarterback 20 in the league, something like that. So you can't really hate on that. He's, he's our backup quarterback. He's overachieving. So I'll, I'll take that any time. Of, you know, I'd rather have an overachiever than an underachiever. Um, I think the big talk in D.C. is, is long-term projections. That's where the hate comes in. Like, oh, he's not going to be our quarterback anyway, so let's try some other quarterbacks out. But um, he's a solid quarterback. He takes what you can give him. Like, he'll basically, you know, he – he came with um, Ron Rivera and Scott Turner from Carolina. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're familiar with that. So yeah. he knows he knows the offense inside and out. He processes quickly. He's an effective passer. But um, in regard to deep shots, in regard to that arm strength, that's his weakness. So um, you know the ego game plan. If I were you guys, would be to blitz him, force him to beat you. You know, kind of fluster him. That's how you would beat Taylor. But if our offensive line holds up, which it has been for a little while now. I think he's he's good enough to pick you guys apart, or at least like manage the manage the game and reward to keep us close. Like our formula has been manage the game with Taylor, Antonio Gibson run all over you, and our defense keep it close. That's been our offense of formula for the past four weeks. Definitely. And and going into the season, I think every year when you look at Washington, you look at that D line, right? As we were talking about, you got you said eight of nine guys out. Uh but, but <laughs> that's great. That's just a crazy number. But um, yeah, but you know, going into the season, that's kind of always their marquee, kind of always the thing you attach to to Washington. With them out, what do you think could be their new strength or or you know what what do you think they can lean on now with that defensive line looking like it's gonna be a little bit beat up? So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think we have to kind of be really creative. Um, if if we could have taken any hit on our team, it would have been the defensive line. We invested heavily over the past couple of years. I think three of our last four draft picks have been on the defensive line. So, you know, hopefully maybe if we get one or two of them back. So, like, Deron Payne's still there. So we have one player still there. Um, Jonathan Allen, actually, he already admitted that he is COVID vaccinated. So hopefully his shots will be, you know, he just needs two positive tests that will be back. So if he's back, that would be great. Um, but I think, they're, you know, if they're not there, it's going to come back to our defensive back play. Um, Landon Collins has kind of had a resurgence. He's moved like we start him off at like free safety, strong safety beginning of the year, which isn't his game. He's playing more of like a hybrid, like linebacker role, like almost like a Tyron Matthew. And he's been awesome. He's been really good in the run. So if he's still there, we can kind of like, you know, cover some of the damages. But um, like I said, the winning formula is to kind of control the clock that Antonio Gibson um, basically run the ball down the field. So. Uh, you know, Eagles have, have historically had a great defensive line. So we'll take, you know, it's going to be our offensive line versus your defensive line and we'll see what happens. Definitely. And I've been hearing a little bit about Antonio Gibson too. Is he a hundred percent? Is he going to be, you know, ready to go Sunday? So I think so. I think what ended up happening was earlier in the year, <laughs> early in the year, he's, he doesn't have COVID. That's a good little start right there. So <laughs> there we go. No, no COVID for Antonio Gibson. But um, basically early in the year, he had like a, like a like slightly fractured shin. And we were really concerned about that. We're like, oh man, our running backs, you know, had injured shin. But then what ended up happening was um, basically, you know, he kind of got right after the bye week and we started to give it to him heavy. Like his touches doubled from like 13, like 26, 30 per game. And um, honestly, like he blew up. It was like, you know, 100 yard games, you know, one or two touchdowns a game. Um, he started to become a really, that bell house, sorry, that workhorse um, 
bell cow running back that we've always been looking for. So he's been doing very well. Um, he had a really bad game against the um, Cowboys. But I think it was also game script too. It was like Micah Parsons, like, I mean, I hate just giving credit to the Cowboys. He's a freaking maniac. And I was at that yes. game. Dude, he's like, he's live wired, dude. Just so much bigger and faster. And he's just fast twitch, man. It was, it was unbelievable to see him in person. And I was like, dude, before we could even turn around, we were down 18 points. And I think they were like, all right, we just got to throw on the ball. And that's what ended up happening. So um, I think Gibson is the key. And also the three of you guys have been McKissick. He's a good little third down running back for us. And um, basically between them, you know, they're both like flexible former wide receivers. So it's either going to be running up the middle off of a zone run or it's going to be like a screen to them. So that's the name of our game to win. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, it, it's crazy because McKissick, I, I've had him on fantasy a, a couple of different type times, you know, just because he's a pass catcher. You know, he's, he he's a, a guy that will get champion. you a good. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. He, he's amazing to have on the team. But uh, you did bring up McKissick, but I want to ask you a couple more. Like, is there any under radar players that you're looking at in this game to maybe break out or maybe have a big game against the Eagles? Okay, so players that like you know deep dives and like obviously Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is wide receiver one man. He's a beast. He like you know I don't mind even saying that because I'm a homer. Like I I kind of feel bad for the guy to be honest with you because we've had a carousel of quarterbacks and he still produces no matter what. And you'll see it when you watch the game. Taylor Heineke does not have a strong arm. Like he like like McLaurin will be like wide open running deep. Like McLaurin will throw the ball to him. Terry McLaurin, sorry, Heineke will throw the ball to him. McLaurin has to stop, turn around, have the 50-50 ball when it could have been an easy touchdown, right? But he catches it. He's that dog. He'll do it every time. Um, a little, you know, another crazy thing is he hit his head hard last game. So he might have like concussion-like symptoms. So we'll see what's going on. But um if he's not available to play, um, there's a couple of awesome players, you know, a couple of up and coming players like Cam Sims. Uh, he's a great wide receiver. He's a big body, he's a six four guy out of Alabama. He's like whenever he's on the field, he produces. So keep an eye out for him. Um, DeAndre Carter, number one. I'll, you, you're gonna like yeah. him, man. He's fun to watch. Yeah, we actually know him. He, he was on the Eagles. He was on okay. the Eagles for a little while. Okay, I didn't realize so, yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> he's shining. He's shining here. He's been bouncing around. I knew he was on. I think he's on the Texas Texans yeah. and the 49ers too. But um, he's our he's our kickoff returner. I think he's leading the um, NFC in Pro Bowl for Pro Bowl votes for kickoff return. Wow! And then he's also like our slot guy, and he's actually like been like pretty clutch. So he's people. Those are people that I like to watch. And then finally, we have a tight end named John Bates, who's like um, Logan Thomas um, tore his ACL. John Bates yeah. has stepped up a little bit, so he's like a rookie that's up and coming. But um, if, if there's going to be one guy that breaks out that's going to catch you guys off guard in Philly, it'll be Cam Sims. Like he might have like a like. Don't be surprised if he has like six catches 100 yards i'm not saying he will but like he has the ability to blow up like that so like watch out for him definitely and i do want to go not to give you you know any ptsd from it but i do want to <laughs> go back to the the dallas game because outside of the 18 point spurt it was actually an interesting game i mean you guys were able to kind of slow down dak prescott i see a lot of question marks in dallas cowboys nation right now a lot of people questioning what's going on with this offense and not just that, you guys were able to make a nice little comeback, whether it was, you know, whatever they want to say. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the score wasn't as uh, 18 nothing blowout, right? Yeah. What do you look at that game? And do you look at that game and say, look, if we do this moving forward or, or you look at that game and say, if we could just cut this out going forward, we can be a good team. What do you learn from a, a loss like that? So what we learned or what I learned was basically we have to focus on our offensive line protection, right? Like, like the, the funny thing is, you know, going into the game, like if you look at like PFF, our offensive line is like top five, top eight all year long. It's been a great, like, 
the reason why Heineke is shine is not because he's like a natural athlete. It's because he's had so much time and he knows the offense. So he picks it apart. What ended up happening is I think we kind of like rested on our laurels and we're like, hey, our offensive line's pretty good. We don't need a game plan for Micah Parsons. And I think they just basically we got caught off guard and he just blew us up. And I think that's what happened. Um, I don't know if you caught any of the game, but like the turning point of the game, um, there was two. There was basically there were two turnovers, so protect the ball. But one of them was like fourth and three. It was like the score was three nothing. Okay, it was three nothing. We were like on their forty yard line, driving down the game. You know, driving down to possibly score at worst field goal potential. And basically, Micah Parson comes off the edge, blasts Heineke. He fumbles it, returns it for a touchdown. Ten nothing. We're already down. That's, that's why I, that that changed the game there. I believe a player two, like a couple of drives later. Um, there was a screen play, um, pass where basically, um, you know, our left tackle, Charles Leno, he basically tried to knock down um, DeMarcus, Ware, or DeMarcus uh, Lawrence. Uh, he jumped up. At, sorry, Vinny Gregory made a nice little. He slapped the ball and then also caught it, and he returned for a big play. If if Randy Gregory missed that interception, like we actually had like screenshots and I can tag you guys in later on if you want, it would have been yeah. a touchdown. Like it was like it was like, that's game of inches. It was like we could have been like 10 7, 3 3, it could have been any kind of thing, but like worst case scenario both times. And then it was like floodgates. So, again, once you're down, you start scrambling, your game script goes out the window and you start playing catch up as opposed to like feeding Antonio Gibson and going, you know, doing the bread and butter that got us there. You know, that's kind of what happened. So, yeah. offensive line protection. <clears throat> it's it's the truth, man, and and it's crazy because you said game of inches, and it, it goes perfectly for our team as well. I think the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles have had a very similar season, if you really look at it. Um, but but it's very true. We're a couple plays away from possibly having two or three more wins, right? It, mm -hmm. it could be a totally different um, year, and I'm sure you guys can say the same. I'm sure the Cowboys can say the same. So it, it's crazy. But going into this game, you know. What would a win or even a loss? What would the both opposites mean for this team going on next uh, to this year? You know, what would a win mean for your team moving forward, and what would a loss mean for your team moving forward? So, got you know, I think you guys are on the same level. It's, it's so funny with four games left. I think we are looking at staring at staring each other in the face, right? I think um, it comes down to winning three and out, three out of the next four. That's, that's the formula to basically get into the playoffs, and two of us are against each other, right? So, you know, we're both six and seven. We're both right there. We have the slight edge because of our um, conference record, but um, if we're six and eight, there goes our margin for error, right? We lose that one game, have to end the season three and zero against the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants, three NFC East opponents. Um, I think you know it's always hard to kind of count out the NFC, but like I think the Giants are going to basically punt Week 17. They always do, right? They're going to basically rest their players and they're going to focus on their draft picks. You, you guys know about that last year. And, uh, <laughs> basically, what's going to happen is basically I think the Giants game. We're gonna, if, if we're healthy and there's no more COVID outbreaks, that's going to be it for us. I think we have that shot. So it's going to come down to these. That's one of our wins. So we either got to split with you guys or maybe sweep you guys or like. You know, I think two, we have to beat you know, the Eagles and Cowboys at least once to actually get into the playoffs. So that's where we're at. So it's a it's a huge game. But this this game, you know, I'm sure I'm what from what I understand the Philly media, very similar to us. If we lose this game, all hell is gonna break. It's gonna be like negative, like you know, let's bench everybody. Is Ron Rivera on the yeah. hot seat again? It's not gonna be good. So we gotta win this. It's like it's just so funny. Win, we're like we're playoff bound. Lose, burn everything. It's gonna basically be how our week is, and I, I'm sure it's how it is in Philly, right? <laughs> Oh, definitely. And you know, you know, we have this this quarterback controversy going on too. So I want to hear all about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it real quick. Cause yeah. realistically, if we do lose this game, it's not necessarily like 
if we lose it 30 to 27, we're going to be mad at our defense. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, Jonathan Gannon is kind of on the hot seat as it is as a defensive yeah. coordinator, mm-hmm. and our defense has been up and down. So we would be pissed there, right? But you look at the offense and you look at your defense, no offense, you guys mm-hmm. are pretty beat up. You know, if, if any time, this is a perfect time for Jalen Hurts to really take advantage of a, a team. And he just hasn't done it yet. We've went against a banged up. Uh, uh, I go back to the 49ers game. Even they were very banged up on their secondary. We look at the, the Giants game. J- even Giants fans want to forget how banged up on defense they were. But yeah, they, yeah. we should have took advantage of them as far as far as our offense goes. Um, and you just look at divisional games in general. He hasn't played well. So this means a lot. This means a lot. And it's a game that we should win. I've said that a bunch of times this year yeah. and we haven't won them. But yeah, I mean, look, I love Jalen Hurts as a person. I think that, you know, if you're going to war with somebody, like he's probably somebody you want to go to war with. You know, like he he has the athleticism. He has the heart. Uh, does he have the natural talent? That's really where it comes down to. Can he read defenses? Can he, you know, do those things you can't necessarily teach in the heat of the moment? Um, I feel we'll like, sorry to interrupt you, but I feel like no, no, he... No, no. The same Jalen Hurts controversy polarizing effect is what we see with Taylor Heineke, right? Like, I, I think Jalen Hurts is a much superior athlete for sure. But I think it's like Heineke, it's like, you know, this guy's busting his ass. He's sorry, busting his butt. He's basically doing a really good job. <laughs> he basically, um, you know, he knows the offense. He's mobile. Like, he, like you know, he'll score some rushing touchdowns as well. But it's like, you can just tell there's just like something's missing, right? It's like, you know, it's like, I think it, honestly, it's the pure arm talent. Like, he's not a guy to throw it on a rope. Like, he doesn't have that, like, Matt Stafford and throw it 70 yards, go get the ball. He can't do that. And it's like, you know, as a Washington fan, if you like Heineke, you're like, dude, this guy is overachieving. He's like, you know, he's not supposed to be here, but he's like, it's a great success story. But if you're like, you know, I want a franchise quarterback, you're like, man, this guy, get him out of here. He's trash. It's kind of how it is in DC. And it's kind of, from, I, I follow you, man. I know what you like, I see what you're talking about with Jalen Hurts. Kind of seems pretty similar. Is that correct? Like, what do you guys Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you said it perfectly with the whole, like, he's working his butt off and he's a success yeah. story. He shouldn't mm-hmm. be here type deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. And that's what a lot of my, my – I agree with you. I'm with you, too. I'm with you. Yeah, 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 I hate to call him out. But that's what a lot of my <laughs> yeah. subscribers, you know, say and everything. But, like, yeah. I shouldn't be a, a NFL quarterback. So, if I go out there and have a couple good games, are you going to say I should be our franchise guy? No. Yeah. You're going to yeah, say yeah, that yeah, I shouldn't yeah. be there. You, know, you had a couple <laughs> good games and move on. So, yeah. like, I like Jalen Hurts, and I think that – maybe there's there's something you can build around him. I, I definitely do think that. I think that mm-hmm. there's a specific offense that he could be elite in, and I think we've seen it this year. I think that if he's a running first-type guy and then you make the plays that are there, I think this could be an elite offense just because we have a very good offensive line. Uh, but if you're asking him to be Justin Herbert, if you're asking him to be you know a, a guy that throws the ball 30-plus times, I just don't think he can be that right now. You know, maybe okay. in the future he can, but I don't think he's that guy right now. And I know I'm going to get a million dislikes now because I said that. But <laughs> you're, good, you're, you're good, man. You got to keep it real, man. And, and Joe, give my, give my fans a nugget too. Cause I want to post it on my media as well. So in regard to in regard to Hertz, like what kind of throws can he make, and what can he make? Is it, does he have a big arm? Or is he more of like is he inaccurate? Like what's a deficit of his passing game? <clears throat> I'll say this. I wouldn't say that. I'll say he's inconsistent. Okay. Right? So I think he can make that he can make almost every throw. Can he make mm-hmm. it two times in a row? I think is the more is more of the question. Right. OK. Um, but but realistically, I think with him, it's more of his time. Okay. I, I think that he doesn't have the timing to throw the deep ball. So a lot of times he's throwing it to where the player is and not where they're mm-hmm. going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where he gets caught a lot. I, I think mm-hmm. a lot of times he gets caught uh, uh, trying to make a play. Like yeah, he tries to he gets caught trying to make a play after it's already over a lot, mm-hmm. you know, so so yeah. 
there's there's small windows in the NFL. You know, obviously he's not in college anymore. So if you can make him get off his first read, I will say that seven out of ten times it's going to go in the defense's favor. Gotcha. I will say that like the other three times he might run it, you know, you know, or he might yeah, throw yeah. it and actually find somebody. But realistically, I think if you can get him off his first read, if you can get him off of his little bit of uh, rhythm or tempo, whatever you want to call it, gotcha. I think you can make him get nervous and he makes some bad reads and he makes some bad plays. But if you let him be a guy that makes one read and then makes a decision, he can cut up most defenses. And I, I really do believe that. So, and it's, it comes down to even looking at uh, what kind of offense we're going to run. If we, like I said, if we make our offense about getting the five yards, every play, we're mm -hmm. a very, very dangerous team. Cause like mm -hmm. it, there's not many people that can stop a Jordan Howard, then have to go to a Jalen hurts, then have to go to a Miles Sanders. Mm -hmm. um, and you even look at our wide receivers, Quez Watkins is built like that. He can, you know, take a, take a little negative five yard screen and take it to the house, you know, mm -hmm. or, he can make a short pass from Jalen Hurts look good because he can go up and get and high point the ball. Same thing with Devontae Smith. So he makes a lot of mistakes once he has to be a quarterback for more than like two seconds. If you know, if it's no, if his you. first read's not there, I, it, I get nervous. And it's frustrating as a Washington fan because we're built to defend that, right? Like if like everything, you know, we're in a vacuum, everything's perfect. We have Montez Sweat and Chase Young who are our outstanding defensive ends that can corral you know, Jalen Hurts who can't run around the outside. We have a strong defensive tackle to create the inside push, but you know, we don't have any of them there. They shouldn't be there on uh Sunday, which is gonna be crazy. So um, one thing to kind of throw out there, so we got you know, you guys Philly fans can watch over the weekend is we've been combating um we started off the year with so many like awesome mobile quarterbacks washington kind of changed its philosophy from man to zone and basically the rationale was during man coverage like you know you, you basically you just have like a nine route or something like that the cornerback would run with the wide receiver have their back for the quarterback and just leave wide open gaps for a scrambling quarterback to take off and josh allen took advantage of that but what we've been doing recently is playing more zone it's kind of keeping everything in front of us and the rationale is you're kind of corralling kind of limiting damage and also preventing the big plays so let's say Jalen Hurts wants to run in theory you know everyone's kind of keeping their eyes forward on the quarterback so they can kind of corral him a little bit but you know we'll see I mean without a defensive line creating pressure and he has all day and he, you know he has that first second th you know third read we we're talking about might be a long day for us and you know, we'll see what's up yeah I, I will say one thing in theory <laughs> that sounds very good I, I will always be very uh you know critical of his passing abilities because he has to at the end look we have Jalen Hurts mom that watches the show and she leaves yeah, I sometimes <laughs> I like, saw that. I it saw gets that. mad and stuff. I say, but like, you know, awesome. I'll always be critical because at the end of the day, that's who I want to be my franchise quarterback. I yeah. want my guy to be able to do everything. He has intangibles, um, but, man. I'll tell you that from the outside. Yeah. He, you know, he's, he's a winner, man. You want, you want, you want, you're rooting for him. I know how it is. I got you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And his running ability is, it's up there, man. I, I'm not saying he's Lamar, but he's close. That man can run his butt off. He can run his backside off, and he's not small. That's the craziest mm -hmm. thing. Like he might be shorter. He's but he's a he's a bulky guy. So, I, I look if it becomes a Jalen Hurts go run for the game. I think that he can he can definitely do that. Um, so, so you're saying Philly? So from a Washington perspective, we should watch out for the Philly run game, right? That's that's kind of what I'm gathering, right? It's like it's like Jalen oh, Hurts is going to run. Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, some sort of combination of that. If there is a big play. You know, look out for Devontae Smith and then Dallas Goddard, like, you know, more Dallas Goddard, excuse me, more like the intermediate, right? It's kind of the, the winning formula. Definitely. For I, I would even <clears> say, like, I would say even offensively, if, we, if we're if we running the ball 30 plus times, I, I think it's a hard team to beat. I think it's hard okay. to beat us. Mm -hmm. um, defensively, I'll even give you this, man. 
if we blitz, like what you, I know you were saying that, you know, you guys would be susceptible a little bit to if we can get uh, uh, Heineke off of his spot, but we're a team that doesn't necessarily do that when we, sh- when we're supposed to. So okay. if we do do that, I think that our defense can definitely cause some fits. Cause that's when we play at our best, when we're actually manning up our cornerbacks on the outside, when we're actually, you know, playing our linebackers closer to the line. So I'll go as far as even saying, if we do actually, you know, uh, switch it up defensively and blitz a lot, it could be a definitely long day for you guys, but that brings me into what I want to ask uh, to kind of wrap this up. What is your prediction for Sunday? How, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh man, we'll see what's up. I mean, honestly, like <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on whether we get any of these guys back. Like if Jonathan Allen comes back, I'm starting to feel more comfortable. Like just to put it out there for your listeners, right? Kendall Fuller, our CB one is out. Jonathan Allen, our DT, our defensive tackle number one's out. Matt, Matt Ioannidis, one of our best rotational defensive tackles, is out. Tim Seto, our second best. Like we, like we're at a pretty big deficit. If some of them come back, I think we have a chance. But um, you know, being realistic, I do. I would give you guys the win this week. And I'm always, I'm a real, I'm, a, I'm not a homer. I want to keep it real. I think you guys could probably pull it out. It sounds like it's going to be like a low-scoring game. It's going to be like both of our teams are going to try to run the ball 30 times into the other person's defensive <laughs> line, and we're going to see what happens there. But, um, you know, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Washington can kind of pull it out. Like, that's been the story of us all year. Like, I wouldn't count us out, though. Like, we are a Ron Rivera coach team, so I think it's we're not going to, like, get blown out. I'd be really surprised yeah. if we do. But I think it's going to be a good fight, and, you know, Whoever establishes the run game, it sounds like it's going to win the game. So I'll give it to you guys this time. What? Like, like NFC East games are crazy. I'd be like, I'm going to throw out a random, cra- you know, 18, 15, you know, 14. Like, you know, numbers are always wild. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be some weird. It's going to be an ugly people, block kicks. It's going to be an ugly game. So let's see what's up there. But like, you, you know, whatever. I mean, I mean, like 17, 14, you guys, it's going to be a close game. But uh, right now, I mean, on paper, you guys should win this game. And if you don't, then be interesting month man interesting december and january see what's it's, up oh it's gonna be uh yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i like like you said before me and you are friends off the show and everything and i know you watch the show as i watch yours yeah and, and you'll see me going crazy almost every week if, if we lose this game I, I think it'll be a good game i, I definitely do I, I no matter who's out there like you said divisional games are always close they're always tight they're always tough um but this is a game we have to win not even just for playoff contention but like just as like to go on the field next week and feel like your team is a football team, you have to beat a team when they're this down. Yeah. And again, it's not like, you know, it's not throwing shots. It's just, it's the truth. When a team is this down, you have to take advantage of it. There's, 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 there's been a great quote going around DC and mostly in sports in general, it's not who you play. It's when you play them. Right. So like we, we caught the Cowboys, the Cowboys, they've been down to Mark Cooper had COVID the past couple of weeks and things weren't going well. They were completely healthy. No issues going into our game while we were completely banged up and they just caught us at the wrong time. I'm not making any excuses up, but like, that's just how it is. And we, you know, we're fighting uphill this time too. So we'll see if we can overcome it, but we have to play flawless. I think you guys are five and a half point favorites. So we'll yeah. see what's up, man. So I got, up. I got Eagles 40, uh, Washington, like three, uh, <laughs> Jesus. it should be a great game. So much Close. fun for you guys. Yeah, it's like a blast. <laughs> hey, oh my God. It's not going to happen. We'll much closer than that. We'll see what's, how it goes. You know, be good. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, th- I, I do think it's going to be a good game, but, uh, George, before we get out of here, man, let them know where they can find you and where they can see all your work, man. What's up, man? Thank you for that, Joe. I always appreciate being on here. So my name is George Carmi. You can find my Twitter handle at GCarmi21. I host a podcast for Full Press Washington, Full Press Washington, the pod. You can find that in all major outlets. Uh, but that handle is also FBC underscore WSH for Washington. And feel free to hit me up. Even if you're a Philly fan, I'm a good I'm good people, man. I'll, we'll, have, we'll keep a real good conversation. So hit me up. See me on Twitter. I'll be there. 
Definitely, definitely. And you already know, man, if you ever want me back on the show, I'm always available. You know how it is, man. But <laughs> um, but I do man. put the stamp on the on full press, man. They they are amazing guys. They cover all of the NFL. They're, they're doing amazing things, man. And George is, is like he said, he's an amazing conversationalist. It, we, we could go for like another hour. But... <laughs> we could, 100%, 100%, man. <laughs> but I do yeah. appreciate everybody tuned in. Be sure to hit that like, hit that subscribe. But other than that, y'all know what it is, man. It is Fly Eagles Fly. We are out here. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.